grand land, we eat munchies, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we consume cannabis, our delivery driver's name was Chris, and I tried to convince Deng to play Maiden's Kiss. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I'm here with my co-host Deng and Nospo, and we are here to talk to you about some bullshit in the Wheel of Time, probably. Because I forgot to write an ending to that. <laughs> Jesus. Got all my shit together today, fam. School ended yesterday. Like, we done. We done. Zero effort. <laughs> well, welcome to Summertime Limp Dick Wheel of Time. Or Weed of Time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't even say our own name to this day. It's summertime, hard. It's summer- hard. <laughs> summertime Limp Dick Weed of time. And the living is easy. Jesus. Dang. As we enter Shytan's Lettuce and Munchies, what did we smoke? Well, we smoked... You said it was a complicated question, so I didn't write it down. Honestly, it was just complicated because of how much I had to pee at the time. Oh. I, could, I, could, I couldn't think straight. <laughs> what was it? What did we smoke? We've been smoking Aurora Blue Dream. Oh, um, that explains a lot. Classic Blue Dream. You know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> How much of that have we smoked, you six, know? Six bowls, maybe? What were we smoking oh. our first smoke of today? See, that's the complicated question, because it's whatever was in the grinder and what's whatever that well, I don't know. I kind of forgot we already smoked before this smoke today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lockdown we were high the is, whole uh, time we were playing Animal Crossing with Dang's sister. This is all. Yeah. <laughs> Today's been a long day. So we've been smoking a lot, fam. And what did we have for munchies? We, we got takeout. We got takeout because yesterday was my last day of work, and I wanted it. No, no, no. <laughs> so I ordered it. Shane made a decision. I we did. Followed along. You very happily followed. I very along. happily followed. Along. You wanted this to be let the record show. <laughs> <laughs> that Nospo also wanted it. But we got takeout and we devoured it silently. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to be doing a sound check and we just kind of didn't talk for like 10 minutes straight. We were just eating. We were hungry. I didn't eat my fries though. Incredible. At all. I was full. Or I was full. Weak. <laughs> How wilt thou get the gains? I actually did. Dost thou even hoist? <laughs> no, that's the problem. <laughs> So what sort of Robert Jordan bullshit are we here to talk about? So our first prompt is an interesting one. How did Leah survive and Shadar Logoth for that long? For anyone who doesn't remember, that was the Aiel woman who was separated from the party whilst they're dealing with the Waygate, and Rand later had to bail fire as she had been caught by Mash and Shin after he showed up during his Battle of Samael. Spoiler episode. (laughs) Slight spoiler episode, up to and including book seven, A Crown of Swords. Just a warning, if you haven't read past there. Probably past that. Yeah, no supposed shares a prediction. We're talking about Knife of Dreams too. Oh yeah, shit. Um, I always label it below, though. But I would like to put forward a theory for as to how she survived for a while in for that long in Shadow Logoth. I feel very strongly about how she managed to pull it off. Based on everything we know about her. We can just assume she was a fucking badass and killed it in there for, like, ever. <laughs> but, like, how did she sleep? Did she sleep? How did she evade a bailfire? She <laughs> didn't evade bailfire. She... She got bailfired. Yeah, she got bailfired by Ran because she had been caught by Mashadar, which is that mm-hmm. mist thing. Mm-hmm. And just because of the excruciating pain that Mashadar causes, he bailfired her specifically so that she wouldn't have actually existed when she was caught by Mashadar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did yeah. she evade that? She didn't. Oh, she didn't. That's how she but died at the end. Yeah, yeah. Rand killed oh. her. Okay. It's okay. a lot of his trauma, actually. <laughs> yeah. She features heavily on his list. It'd kind of be cool if we could go and see, like, what each balefire did to fuck up the pattern a little bit. See, like... You want the receipts? I want the receipts. I want to see the thread tearing, you know? That's legit. I think that'd be really cool. That would be a cool visualization thing. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, this is maybe this is off topic now for sure, but this that's is, fine. It's something TV show related. We're at the weed podcast. We're allowed, and TV show tangents are always accepted. Go off, sis. So, as we get further and further into the books, more and more fucked up stuff starts happening, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there's kind of two reasons for this, right? One, Tavarin pull is. More and more, you no, know. because that's a pattern design. Tavir and pull has nothing to do with it. No, no, because the um, that's the pattern pulling the threads within it. Okay, so it's by the pattern's design. It doesn't make him a pattern. Okay, well then, in that case, the dark ones touch. Not that either. I know. I was giving okay, okay. you a different second one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I was this... subbing it one in. Okay. I'm things fucking fucking done up the now. pattern. <laughs> yeah. Things fucking up the pattern. One of those things is Balefire. And the further we get into the series, kind of the more we can see that, mm. the effects of it on the pattern, right? Mm-hmm. I think it would be a better choice TV show-wise if instead of putting all of that in the Brandon Sanderson books right at the end of the series, mm-hmm. like not entirely, but mm-hmm. in large part, what if we just got to see them as they happened? Mm-hmm. What if every time someone used Balefire, there is an initial bad mm-hmm. result? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like really anything major, but a bunch of trees fall down. Mm-hmm. A boulder splits in two. Yeah. It starts raining. Yeah. When it had previously um, been sunny. You know what I mean? Like, if it starts to just fuck up reality yeah. in kind of subtle ways, I feel like that would be a nicer way to keep it in our heads as the TV show goes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is it's one thread doesn't necessarily make an immediate effect. It would have to be something that happens over a longer period of time because it's a result of that person no longer being there. Okay. Um, I think the reason we start to get it so much in the later part of the series mm-hmm. is because now it, the fraying is just so widespread mm-hmm. that it's starting to affect the way reality works, the overall shape and dimension of mm-hmm. the pattern. Okay. Sure. That, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had a thing. I had a thing. Ooh, I thought that in the TV show opening, it would be really cool if they were giving us the wheel of time mm-hmm. moving on a black background, but we got to move around it and we saw the pattern around the wheel. And over time... That intro that goes all around the pattern and, like, zooms in. And, like, I don't want it to be a Game of Thrones map kind of thing, but it's, Mm. like, that's the vibe that I'm getting right now. So we're just going to roll with it. That's not what I want long-term. Suggestions open. But we're going around the pattern. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe we see glimpses of things happening or whatever. But over time, as the series goes on and on and Balefire affects it more, every time somebody gets Balefired, a thread of that pattern is gone Mm. in the opening. In the same way that as places get destroyed in the Game of Thrones intro, their castles come up burning in the intro. I didn't know that did that. Oh. I I don't remember if it happens with a whole bunch of them, but I think it happens with Winterfell. Oh. And it I don't have... think I, I don't think I watched past that point. <laughs> I did not watch a lot of Game of Thrones. No, that's fair. But that, that, yeah. was just, that was just the vibe I got. Yeah, that's legit. I didn't realize it did that. Oh. Somebody who can make can make that better than what I did. But anyways, um, how did Lena survive in Shadow Logoth? How the fuck did she sleep? How did she evade Mashadar? Like, if there, there's no monsters in there, basically. Mm-mm. And she never would have gone with the strange man, who was also probably not there because he was in Patent Fame. Mm-hmm. So it was just Mashadar. I'm kind of glad Leah died, because I don't think she ever would have been able to function. No. Considering she ran away from Ran. Mm-hmm. But then came back later. Oh, she lived because she's a badass bitch somehow. Like <laughs> She's just that cool. Um. But does that mean that any, like, Aiel warrior, or most or some Aiel warriors could just survive for that long Shadow Logoth? Also, why didn't she leave the city at any point? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The uh, longer you think about it, the more questions you create. Mm-hmm. Because another thing you can think about is if we actually had to go back and figure out how, like, moment by moment she was evading Mashadar. Yeah. As a human being, like, there, there's some moments where she needs to not be Move. worried about Mashadar. Yeah. Right? Sleep. She, she needs Pooping. to be sleeping. She needs to be going to the bathroom. Optimally, she would bathe sometimes, but, like, that's <laughs> yeah. not super necessary. Yeah. Optimally, she would I also feel have... like that would poison her. Hmm. But there's a whole big forest around there. But she must have some access to food or water, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Was she going into the forest to get food? Was she returning to the city of Shatter Logoth because she knew that's where people would come to look for her? Potentially. If so, why did she run away from Rand? One of the questions I'm getting right now is, what is the limitation on the perceptions of Mashadar then? Mm Mm-hmm. How does she evade it when she is there? Mm-hmm. And, well, it's and only out at night. It's only so she's probably so she's probably sleeping during the day. She's just finding like a really sunny spot and sleeping in that spot. Mm. That would make sense. So that was my question: is like, what is the limit on Mashadar that allowed her yeah. freedom to move? And if, yeah. she, if it can't do anything in the daytime, then yeah. So she's probably gone nocturnal. Freedom. Okay. I like this. We came up with an actual thing that she might have done. I was so proud of us. Because usually we're like, she just must have been tough, I guess. But we came up with a real thing, and I'm proud of us. That's personal growth. Honest to God, I'm pretty sure it's more than what Robert Jordan did for this. Because I think what he said was, I need somebody here to be traumatic Mm -hmm. for our little boy, Rand. Yep. Um... Re our trauma Rand, episode. Yeah, I was gonna say Rand really is kind of the peak of like harming women for the sake of male pain. Yeah, Rand is the, the... list makes that a very clear. Oh. Rand is the pinnacle of all things blank about women for male pain or yeah. male gain. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. and that's not Baby Boy Rand's fault. That's Robert Jordan's fault. That's right, Robert Jordan, this is a call-out post. <laughs> totally, um, a random jumping-off point. How do you think Harriet would feel about the weed of time? Oh, I think she's a pretty proper and southern lady. I think she'd fucking hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Me in particular. Why you in particular? I s- no, actually, you in particular. Yeah. I just meant she'd hate my vibe, you know? That's fair. But no, you've said some things about Robert Jordan. Yeah. And I've, I've been very crude for a very long time. That was my thing. I am also quite, quite crude. No, I don't think Harriet would like us at all. Are no. you telling me that I would be Harriet's favorite? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. I think. Nice. I don't know Harriet at all, but I presumably... You've okay. got that North Carolina connection. <laughs> oh my god. Although I think no. he, he might have been from South Carolina. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. He's from one I'm of the Carolinas. Google it. He's from a made up place. <laughs> I mean, North Carolina essentially is a made up place. <laughs> Y'all, I need to tell you about the, the message that I got on SoundCloud. What the fuck? I sent the one I was sending you in the YouTube video. Oh, that was a that was a SoundCloud that was a message. SoundCloud message. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, she's gonna roast some people. I yeah. am. I yeah. am, and I don't think they'll ever listen to another episode of ours. So it's like not a big thing. Essentially, it's a cannabis cooking show from a place in the boonies of Canada. So I got a message. It's a cannabis cooking show from a place up in the boonies of Canada, and. <laughs> They wanted to do a cross-promotion. They're like, we have 2,500 followers on Instagram. And our first episode of our cooking show has almost 1,000 views on combined platforms. So I was like, okay, I'll look at it, I guess. I don't, I, this is weird, but okay. And oh my god, it was the trashiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, those, those would have been my least favorite students in the world ever. And... <laughs> Like, it was bad, and the cake looked... They made a cake, and first things first, they used fucking box mix. Like, on their cooking show 
they made bo- our used box mix. And it kind of, their icing, they put the weed in there and it just looked like puke. Ugh. And it was really bad. Like, I hate that about it. So that was the weird thing that happened to me this week. Anyways. No spots. Time for you to predict things. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. wait. I, think, I think there's stuff we need to go back to. Yes. Robert Jordan to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Harriet would hate us. Yeah. She would. Um... But I feel like Brandon Sanderson would be <laughs> condescendingly amused that we exist. Do you know what I mean? Yes, oh, I do. Because I know for a fact that that man and us have very similar feelings about mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't believe me, read any of his bios from the Wheel of Time books. <laughs> if you haven't already. I can't believe you haven't done that if you listen to this show. He's staring at me because I hadn't read them. I didn't know that. <laughs> On either of my two. Yes, you did, because I said it. I oh, had never yeah, read no, his biography right. before. And I, you were like, what? Let me, like, let me yeah. restate what I said then. I forgot that because I was high. That's the I thing. am high. <laughs> we're high a lot. <laughs> you suddenly were not high for 2.5 seconds. Exactly. We're, we're hoping to have a camping detox. You're hoping nope. to have a camping detox. Yes, my tolerance is too high. It's getting expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Tell me about it, the guy who's been buying the weed most of the time. Yeah, we pay you back. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, no supposed predicting things. Brad Sanderson likes us. No, see, I feel like we have not fully gone back to where we were, though. Okay. Leah went nocturnal. Yes. Is yes. there anything else that she could have possibly been doing in Shadar Loga? Being nocturnal and then just being a really fast ideal maiden. But I feel like for food, she would have had to be going out into the forest and foraging. In which case, why didn't she just fucking leave? Now, I liked your idea that, like, she was expecting people to come back for her. Yeah, or she was killing rats and stuff and but eating them. Wouldn't you just think that if someone was left in the scariest place on Earth, you think, like, mm, I'll check the forest beside the scariest place on Earth, because that's probably where they'll be. See, the, the issue with that is you're presuming that Rand has an ounce of brains. yeah i mean sometimes he does allegedly but i mean she's also in a pretty alien environment for herself being an aiel maiden she wouldn't really know where there was to go or anything that's legit that's true Mm -hmm. so it's not like she's like hmm if i go this way i'll probably hit a city she's Mm -hmm. got no guarantee of that no Mm -hmm. you're right she's completely lost so that's legit. I think that might explain why she never tried to flee entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she wouldn't have known where she was going at all. No, that's, yep, good point. And because she would have had to adapt to the situation of Shadar Logoth so quickly, mm-hmm. I feel like she wouldn't have had time to be like, maybe, like, she, she would have had to get those coping mechanisms mm-hmm. immediately. And then she was okay there, yeah. short term and stuff. So she never felt the need to be like, ooh, let me try my luck elsewhere. Well, yeah. She's already semi-safe where she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a risk thing. Yeah. And I think specifically without the... What's his name? The guy that tried to get Rand and Matt. Oh, um... And Perrin. Frick. And successfully got Pat and Fane. The, the, the little gremlin guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. I... I know his name. I do. Me too. I'm going to be so mad when you say it. I feel like it starts with an I. But then again, that doesn't feel right. Nah, I'm Googling. She's Googling. It's been so long since I've read Eye of the World. I know. But the other... Mordeth. Mordeth. There it is. See, that's the thing is it's... uh, Patton Payne uses it as a name. Mm Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. And it's a Robert Jordan evil thing, so it's got to either start with M or S. Yes. (laughs) Accurate. All right, are we ready to move on from Leah? I think so. Except never in our hearts emotionally. Nospo. I'm just thinking about names of people that are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Masima comes to mind. Indigo, or Ingo. Ingtar. Ingtar, that's it. Nah, Ingtar wasn't an evil name. I don't uh, think. 
And then Although maybe like if we're comparing it to like Ishmael or something. And um, I feel like there was another I, but I don't remember now. I don't think so. But there's High Lord uh... Turok. Frick! I thought there was a Terran High Lord that had an S name. Oh, that's oh, the really maybe, annoying yeah. one. Santiago or something? Yeah. Um, but there's also Savannah. Mm-hmm. And. Mogedian. Mogedian. Semirog. Samael. Samael. Um, Morden. Morden. Shaitan. Shaiolgul. Nazrim Taim. Nazrim Taim. She's heard from Logan. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and I feel like there's even more, actually. Oh, Saldia. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Sessions. <laughs> uh, there's another big one from the 14th book that I won't say. Mm. The Reserve Army. Yep. Oh, there's Shanshan and Shandar. Mm. There's just lots of M and S names mm-hmm. that are villainous. I originally thought you had said I names, so that's why we I'm... got onto it because of I names. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway, what's your prediction, huh? Oh shit! No, I suppose in the middle of Knife of Dreams, she's on the beginning of chapter twenty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Check your books. It's gonna be lit. Ooh. So, <laughs> I would like to talk about Moraine. <laughs> wow, just had a heart attack and died from that surprise. <laughs> because I'm very excited for her to be coming back. Yes. I have missed her. Allegedly. So how do you think that's going to happen, though? There's so many things I want her to know. Oh, um, anyway. <laughs> you want her to know that Elaine was hitting on her boy? Needs to get taught a lesson. The best part is her and Elaine are probably related. Oh, horrible. Karyan is royalty and... No, they are related. Because Terengil is her dad. And Terengil is Moraine's half-brother. Mm-hmm. Moraine is Elaine's half-aunt. Which, yes. is, which is why Moraine and Galad... Yes. Um, share a last name. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm remembering so many facts, suddenly. Figures. Graphs. <laughs> Sources. Tables. Okay. Oh, how the turntables have tabled. So what about Moraine? What do you want to... Okay, discuss? so her letter is very helpful, but also very unhelpful. Yes. True. Three people have to go to the tower, yes. And we've determined that at least one of them has to be Tom and Matt, and it would just make sense for Noel to be the third one. Mm-hmm. Because he was there when it happened, Noel was way too young. Yeah, just for, and he's no. experienced in tight spots. And Maureen would have said a small child if she had met Oliver. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, yes. you know? And there's no... If it was bringing Oliver into it, I think Matt would say, nope. Yeah. I think yeah. Matt would say, I'm not doing it. That was her choice. She made her choice. That is my baby! No, that's very true. But... He would never... We need Over so many, like, pissed. we can probably guess who came with them when they left the menagerie, mm-hmm. like, probably yeah. all of them had to go with. Yeah. So, we need Doman to help find wherever the tower is. Mm-hmm. Because he'll probably know. Yes. That could um, be how it is. The ice and I are going to put up a fit, because they can't go, and Matt's going to be like, read the fucking letter, you can't go, Marine said why no. Why would they, why, why would they know? I assume they would find out. They're nosy. <laughs> Who's going to tell about it? The people that know? I assume just because it would be weird if Matt was like, peace, we're going to go do something else for a while. And you can't come with. But <laughs> is Matt going to be doing this immediately? I hope Or does Matt have to do things? Oh, like- he's going to go to see Brigitte first. Yeah. I hate saying Brigida. I, I liked Burgess so much better. <laughs> was it you or Mr. Buzzfeed that originally read it as Bridget? No, that was me. Oh. <laughs> she was intentional for a while, though. And yeah. I was like, it's cute because it has an extra T and E. 
Also, that was me in my entire one read-through. <laughs> Oops. Yep. The audiobooks enlighten us all. Anyways. The audiobooks ruin lives. <laughs> yes. Which was funny. Because... While sometimes having incorrect pronunciation. Because in the book recently, when we were at Elaine's part, we talked, she was like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. It would be really nice to see them. And I'm like, Robert Jordan, you didn't have to make it that obvious. But yes, thank you for reminding us of that time they were together in the books. You think that's clever, Robert Jordan? You think that's sneaky? <laughs> Same thing with Rand going through the list and like Moraine Damodred. That's the top of the list. It takes yeah. the longest every time. He fawns over it and then he moves on. I'm like, mm-hmm. Flogs himself over it. Yep. What effect do you think it would have on Rand when he learns that Moraine's not dead? I think he's going to be very upset that he she didn't tell him what her plan was at first, especially if it turned out this way, because he'd be like, the trauma, Moraine, the trauma. Oh, Rand no, no. having the audacity to lecture anyone about trauma. If you need to know why, check out our entire fucking episode on Rand's trauma. No, listen, Rand can't notice trauma. Rand just carries trauma. He'd never be like, Moraine, trauma. He'd be like... Radio silence because he doesn't. He's just he doesn't have the emotional capacity in these books. It's bizarre. He'd just be like, "So I didn't kill you, but I did kill you." Is what you are saying? And she'd be like, "How dare you say you killed me when I made my own decision?" And smack him around a little bit. True. Go full maiden on him. Slap, okay. slap. Something I really want to do. It's been so long since I've seen, seen the Eelfin or the Eelfin. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the fuck they are. Like, I remember the general premise. One looks like snot snakes and one looks like foxes. I, I remember foxes. I remember the first one and he went through and they answered the questions mm -hmm. and, like, it was fine. And then he went through the second one and Rudin and almost died. Mm -hmm. Rudian. Rudian. Say it in the most badass way possible and you will be correct. Ruidian. <laughs> Rudine just made so much sense. Yeah, it sounds dumb as hell. <laughs> Rudine. Pardon? I think it might be Rudy. Or, I, I don't know. I haven't heard that name said in a while. I, so I was going to say, it. I swear I got Ruidian from you in the audiobooks. Maybe. I thought, at least. Ruidine. Sounds right to me, but I'm not sure. Anyways. Moraine. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to have to go to Andor. For funsies. Presumably. Camelin specifically, probably. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably going to help resolve mm -hmm. this war. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to happen in ten days and Matt's got all of this military knowledge. Mm. Specifically Is from... he going to be able to get there in ten days? He's in a different country. They're traveling, I guess. No one with him does. Oh. This is new technology. Microsoft hasn't copied it yet. Remember, all the Aes Sedai with him were... Or at least two of the Aes Sedai with him were Lydas. The Tower of Aes Sedai. I don't know. So he's probably going to take a while to get there. But he's going to go there, right? Mm -hmm. That would make sense. That's where they are. Yeah. I have... Another question for you. Okay. Re Moraine. Okay. Moranian. We're going to ask you some guiding questions to help share some oh, predictions, okay. I think. If Moraine is coming back. Yeah. On a purely meta discussed plot level, right? Not not like within the universe, but just as a plot device. Mm -hmm. Why does she have to be brought back? What do you think she's being brought back to do or achieve? What is the purpose? Because if, if she didn't have a role to play, Robert Jordan wouldn't bring her back. That's kind of my thought. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Presumably, she probably is integral to the last battle. Why? In what way? How? How do you think? I'm not sure. <laughs> that's right. I, like, I really don't know because mm. yeah. the possibilities are kind of endless. Like... Or is it integral for her to be rescued for anyone else's plotline? What is what Matt's is the plotline? What <laughs> is the key lynching fact? Or what is 
what is the key linchpin? Yeah, linchpin. That is why she's being brought back. There's tons of possibilities, but which one do you think is most likely? Because the truth is, like you guessed Matt, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it would be very in character for Robert Jordan to have used a woman to advance a man's (laughs) plotline. Sometimes several. Right. Um, It could be Tuan. That would kind of be interesting. I don't know how that would work. When Tuan finds out that Matt's plan is to rescue a channeler. Not on my watch. Please take this with you. Hands him a collar. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, where did you get another one? I buried them all. And she's like, uh-huh, I dug them up. You just see Solution in the background like, yeah, you did bury them. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> like, I dug them up. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yes, it's like, yes, they certainly were buried, weren't they? Brief TV side TV show side point here. Mm-hmm. Um. Solutia? Solutia? Yeah. And Tuan? Mm-hmm. Whoever ends up acting in those two roles, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to have such good fucking chemistry to oh really make God, that yeah. pop. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're not gonna get, like, how rich it is in the books, I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're inseparable. Yeah, and, and they're just operating on such a different level together compared to the, mm-hmm. with anyone else mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. Like when Matt gives Tuan her horse whose name I can't remember. And she's like, it's it's the Sean Sean word for swallow. Which why? <laughs> Let me give me this. I swear I had this idea as a prompt, but it was while I was driving to work, and I didn't remember to write it down. Why the fuck are two birds, are two horses in this goddamn series both named Swallow? Why the fuck? How the fuck? How unimaginative and bullshit. Okay, well, that for sure, but I think we can explain this one pretty well. Yes. Matt was giving the gift he hoped to receive in return. He didn't name the horse, she did. Oh, she did? That's horrible then. Same name as Fahil's old horse, pre-capture. Yeah. Okay, now we need to get Min, Avienda, and Elaine horses and name them all swallows. So the Hammondsfield <laughs> boys can just all be giving the same gift to all the ladies. Okay. Pretend I just smacked you a little bit. You need it. I think there needs to be another trauma episode. <laughs> On who? Okay, and I'm actually 100% serious about this. Go. Bella. <laughs> like, no! Bella goes through... Poor Bella. You're going to have to wait till you have finished the series for us to do that. Is Bella the creator? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he act, like canonically the fucking creator shows up and it's just Bella the fucking horse? <laughs> and she's like, I made myself your horse so I could watch you and you gave me to Egwene who gave me to Swan who gave me to Bella. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Horrible. It was a 20-year cycle. I couldn't break it early. The Wheel of Time, but exclusively from Bella's perspective. <laughs> it's six books, and they're all fucking hilarious. <laughs> I want Bella to roast everyone the entire time. All the time. We can do a side series. Brandon Sanderson, please. <laughs> Bella The Wheel takes. of Time, according to Bella. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to do that. Be horrible. You'd have to take notes on your reread. Slash my next reread. Horrible. (laughs) Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Re. Moraine. Did I really share a prediction or did you just ask questions and I answered them to the best of my ability? You were talking about what Matt would probably be doing and stuff, and we asked you some guiding questions that led towards did, did you Did you have a theory going into it? Because I had assumed the answer was no, and that's why we were asking questions. <laughs> As discussed in the garage. Yes, previously. I know. That, I was just like, did, did we get enough? And yeah, then... that's fine. You're fine. <laughs> I think we could call it there, yeah. Okay. So what is our... Oh, what's up? Is it just integral to Tom being happy? Because they're going to love each other at the end of do, the book. Do you think that would be enough for Robert Jordan to bring him back? Her back? Her back. I mean, no. But... 
I would love it to be. Nice. So I have another use for the Forsaken Fuck Mary Kill chart, and it is to take or provide an order and make sure we remember all of the Forsaken as we answer the question. What would the Halloween costumes of the Forsaken be? You can thank me for this beautiful prompt. You're welcome. Um, that we're not doing on Halloween for some reason. I'm going to I, I, I'm going to request <laughs> going first. Yes, please, because I feel very strongly about one of them. Okay. <laughs> I think that Demandred's Halloween costume would be Luz Theron Telamon. <laughs> <laughs> he would never. Because then he's showing that he wants to be him. Or I could see it if it was like really caricature-y. Yeah. Like it made him a down, fat ass and a... Yeah. Yeah, it's like an ugly lose there. Yeah. Right? But deep down inside, Demandred's never felt so good because he's, yeah. he's you know, <laughs> getting loose there in attention. I oh, imagine yeah. that Demandred is something similar to a teenager in John Mulaney's world where they find the three things you hate about the most, or you hate about yourself most, and then it accentuated in the costume mm-hmm. so loose there is like i've got big ears so he comes in with big ears <laughs> elephant ears a unibrow and a fat ass like. <laughs> and loose there is like oh no my weak boys <laughs> the best the best fucking part about this is that right up until demander joined the shadow he was one of loose theron's top generals so did this happen before or after he went to the shadow? Before. <laughs> they just were at a public function together. <laughs> and his fucking assistant manager is just demolishing him like this. And he's just like, I have to just let it happen, I guess. And it went exactly the same way as the roast of Michael Scott did in the office. True. Anyways. Anyway, the Demandred's Halloween costume. <laughs> Slutty loose there. It was not good. It's just ugly loose there. Ugly loose there. All right. Episode title. Ugly loose there. I'll write it down. Okay, but actually, I think I might just start a side Twitter account. One of those Wheel of Time character roleplay accounts. <laughs> It's going to be loose Theron with elephant ears, a unibrow, and a fat ass. <laughs> I'll Photoshop the avatar and everything. Do right now before someone else takes it. This isn't coming out till August 12th. I think we're good. I've got Shit. a buffer zone. Yeah. All right. So. Next on the list. Next on the list. AKA the top of the list. Because dang. <laughs> I just, I had to get that one out because I was going to forget. He just, he just, he got it. Um, so next is Lanfear. Forsendane. I feel pretty comfortable to go with the original as we met them. Yeah. Forsaken. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so Lanfear. So the milk can just be a fucking corpse for Halloween. <laughs> Honestly, forward. best Halloween costume. <laughs> Balthamel can be a corpse for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Christ. Although Agnor's more of a corpse. Agnor's a zombie. True. All right. But anyways, Lanfear. Uh, I think she'd be like, you know, the three orphan witches from Sabrina <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I the think Wicked she, Sisters. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah she'd, be, she'd be one of them. I could see that. Because she'd want to be cute, you know, but mm-hmm. oh my god, she's so deep and mysterious. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> not into the drama. Okay, but that's also Mogedian. <laughs> no, no Mogedian would be lives for the drama. Mogedian would buy some cheap ass costume from Halloween. This girl was a financial advisor. She was not dropping her dollars on on Halloween costumes. She'd be a cat, just like make cat ears. <laughs> she'd be she'd pull a gym from the office. Three hole punch. Or yeah, something. three hole punch paper. Or, uh, <laughs> the general nonsense he did. Yeah, she'd limp dick it. Yeah, she'd limp dick it like that for okay. sure. So Lanfear would have a pretty basic costume. Or no, we said like Mogedian. a... Lanfear, I think, would be in like a slutty witch. Yes, that's right. From like Sabrina. Uh, Grendel. Slutty, slutty anything. French maid, slutty nurse. You know what? No, 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 no. We're giving Grendel too much credit. Mm-hmm. Grendel's just going as a fucking stripper. 
Playboy Bunny. Yes, Playboy Bunny. That's She's going true. full Mean Girls lingerie Halloween. Yeah, just like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just it. That's the tea, sis. Alright, who's next? Masana. Maleficent. Okay, 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 okay. I think that Masana would be like some respected researcher or something, you know? It's like when you're watching RuPaul's Drag Race and one of the queens just goes like with an overly intellectual historical figure for Snatch Game and you're like, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. I get it. She teaches history, so she's coming in some historical costume so that she's like, I'm hip with the kids. Yeah, I'm not like the other teachers. I'm not like the other queens. Salad roast Masada. <laughs> Semirog, dominatrix, done. That <laughs> <Not> finished. <laughs> Agonor, zombie. Mad scientist. But if it's corpse Agonor, he should be a zombie. But yes, mad scientist. He is a mad scientist. He is a Halloween costume trope. You're right. Dr. Doofenshmirtz. But, yeah, a little bit. Um, Balthamel, who said he's going as a corpse. I mean... I don't even know if we know enough about Balthamel to give him a real one, do we? What would Halima go as? We know more about Halima. Also Playboy Bunny. <laughs> kind of also Playboy Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Grendel. Grendel level. Mm-hmm. Bilal <laughs> would not dress up for Halloween. The president. <laughs> um, An ashtray. A person who participates in British Parliament with the wig. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually British Parliament. Hey, you know what? I think it's well, a judge. Let's shout out uh, one of our Twitter followers right now. Curly, we know you live in the UK. If you could help us out... British parliamentarians don't wear the wigs, right? Like, the MPs don't. Is Judges that the, and lawyers do. I was going to say, in the House of Lords, do they do that? Because I feel like that might be a thing. Like, in our, mm-hmm. like our Senate, basically. Ugh, I, abolish the Senate. I know, right? So Fuck the Senate. Curly, if you listen to this, could you do me a favor and let me know on Twitter? Is that the House of Lords where they wear the wigs? I just, I'm only thinking of Princess Diaries in the second one where they all wear the wigs yes. to go into the parliament. Yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not the UK, that's Genovia. <laughs> the best place on earth. <laughs> because it's run by Julie Andrews? Yes. <laughs> and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> and they dedicate a weird amount of their only screen time to just, like, really fucking over John Rice davies <laughs> They gotta. They gotta. All right. We did Bilal. <laughs> Robin. Oh. He'd go a sexy male something or other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but he, he, He'd really, he'd fancy himself a guy who could go as Chris Hemsworth or something. Mm, yep. Right? Just any sort of, or, or Gerard Butler mm-hmm. or something, right? Oh, fuck. He'd, he'd go as one of the uh, Spartans from 300. Really slutty guy mm-hmm. outfit because he thinks he can work it. And it's gonna help him get pussy on New uh, Halloween. Oh, on New Year's. <laughs> I was gonna say New Year's. I don't know why I thought he just dressed like a Spartan on New Year's. It's fine. I'm high. It's true. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, sorry. No, it's um, okay. It's okay. I zoned out for a second. Asmodian. Asmodian. He's going as a famous composer. No. <laughs> He's going as himself. This is promo time, baby. Oh, Jesus. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Can't believe you've done this. <laughs> It'd be kind of nice if you went as a Gleeman, though. Yeah, but those <laughs> wouldn't have necessarily existed oh. then. Oh, son of a bitch. You're trying to make me think that, like, my favorite part of the entire Wheel of Time universe might not have existed back then? That's so sad. I guess. Gleeman, they're just so pure and nice. Yeah, just I... It's so sad to think that they weren't always there. That's why the Age of Legends sucked. (laughs) Hot take. No Gleeman. Sure. Glee people. Glee persons. Yeah. Or they. (laughs) (laughs) She or they. (laughs) Y'all. 
Alright, who else we got on here? Samuel. What? What are you looking at me like that for? I have no answer. I feel like Samuel's too cool for that. Yeah. He doesn't even do the joke costume that Mogedian does. He just does nothing. He's, he's, let's go back to the office. He's very Dwight about it. Except Dwight goes hard for Halloween. Oh, shit, that's right. Uh, let's go Parks and Rec. He's very Ron about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Def. Faux shizzle. Wait. A dream Samael casting. Whoever plays Ron. <laughs> from Parks and Rec. his hair, beard, blonde. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That would be perfect. He acts it the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> just got different colored hair and beard. Oh boy! Samael walks into a uh, a, a restaurant in Ilian. Okay. I think what you heard was "Give me a lot of bacon." What I said was "Give me all of oh, your bacon." bacon. <laughs> 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 the, the gumption to request. All of their bacon. <laughs> <laughs> he has the gumption to call himself the king of Ilian. Like, <laughs> you think a little bacon's gonna stand in his way? My goodness. <laughs> Who else we got? Demandrin we talked about already. He's wearing ugly lucerne. Yes. With a fat ass, a big Uni- elephant ears, and, and a unibrow. And a unibrow. <laughs> we have Ishmael oh, or Moradin. Philosopher. Uh, yeah. Schopenhauer. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Friedrich He's dressing Nietzsche. up like Nietzsche. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I'm so, I am so glad you were... Yes. I got you. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. That's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Matthews, Aaron is the episode title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the Halloween converse or costumes of the Forsaken would be? Let us know. Okay. Yeah, how off base were we, in yeah. your opinion? Do, were we kind of on point? Do you have a different idea? Were we completely off base? Let us know. We have a Twitter and a Discord. Hit us up. And what, what you got, Nospo? Well, I had something, but it was real dumb. Go say it, say it. <laughs> okay, the so fans live for the dumb shit. You know when Luz Theron calls out for Elenia, his love? Eliana, my love. What if he was just like, my unibrow was so embarrassing. I just want to die. Eliana, my unibrow. He named his unibrow after his wife. Why? I don't know. He he was like calling to his wife because he's like, get the wax strips. (laughs) Okay. So the entire prologue and everything is the same, <laughs> except he's not sad about his wife. He's sad because, you no, know, he can't find the wax strips. Unibrow, <laughs> my love! And, and instead of, you know, curing his taint for a moment, Morid, or Ishmael just shows up with a, with a hand mirror and he's like, look at yourself, Luz Theron. <laughs> Luz Theron looks down, sees how thick the unibrow's gotten already. He's just like, no! Turns into a mountain. <laughs> the rest of the series is the same. Becomes a mountain. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh yikes. It's not good. Alright. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like Dang's Homebrew Dangshins and Dragon series. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Allegedly. Bye! I'm dancing so